Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am your host, Adam Castor, and I'm here as always with my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? Adam, I can't be much better. Can't be much better. It was, uh, I'm going to go 0-5 this week. Pretty awful. This this week, for the most part. What are you talking I'm about? Being... You're, you're going to win your matchup in, in our league. Really? I, I'm, I, really, I really am winning? Yeah. You won. Oh, I had no idea. You basically won. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh. All right, so I'll be one and four. <laughs> I literally, I, I'll be completely honest. I stopped checking scores other than, you know, just freshening myself up before uh, the program. I stopped checking scores before four o'clock because I just watched that one o'clock slate and I was just, I, I was so annoyed. Tell me and about then it. Four, and then four o'clock came. And as far as I know, it just got worse. It just got worse. And if you didn't have, if you had. You won by 20 points, by the way. I'm just letting nice. you know. Nice. Let's go. Kyler if Murray you had, saved your ass. I love him. He's a great guy. If you have Alvin Kamara, Kyler Murray, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, Chase Claypool, Juju, Deontay Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> Stephon yeah. Diggs, Josh Allen. You Ronald probably Jones. had good days. Ronald Jones, too. Yeah. Except I didn't fucking start him because Bruce Arians needs to die in a fire. Well, to be fair, not a lot of people did. Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman, too, was a very popular pick that a lot of people went and started. I know, I know there was someone, and I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong, there was someone that I was talking to and he asked me about Wayne Gallman. And I said, you know, I'm not really sure. Cause I thought this was going to be more of, you know, we're going to see more of Dion Lewis, more, see more of Alfred Morris, but the giants went with Wayne Gallman and he scored twice. So two scores for 22. He, and he looked good. He looked really, really good. So if you happen to pick up Wayne Gallman, He's probably a guy you're going to be starting most weeks as a high-end flex, and you can continue to ride him. But then there were other guys like James Conner we have to talk about, Mike Davis we have to talk about, uh, Duke Johnson to an extent. All the quarterbacks also, because this was a terrible week for quarterbacks. Yes, it was. This was a bad week for quarterbacks if you did not have, like I said, Rodgers, Roethlisberger, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. This was a bad, bad, bad week for quarterbacks even even Matt Stafford to an extent I feel like with the 23 points or so that Matt Stafford put up I thought that was okay but well in this week that's godlike if this week it's probably if if I'm not mistaken I believe that 23 points from Matt Stafford put him in the top five for the week I'm pretty sure it did because it was just a bad week for quarterbacks yeah uh so with that being said Let's just get into these games. And we're going to start off with another one of those matchups with terrible quarterback play until the end. And honestly, you can bl- – and this one has an excuse because it was – because this game got delayed as well. It's Houston, uh, the Texans at the Browns. God almighty. Yeah. This game was a shit show. 10-7. to 7. This reminds me of a, a Jets-Browns game from 2004 where I think the Jets won – around the same score. It was like 13 to seven or something ridiculous like that. This probably was worse. 
I was looking this up because I was curious. Because next week we're talking about the Jets and Chargers playing, and that was the Grand. game. And that was the playoff game that uh, solidified my fan, my pain and suffering for the pat for the next sixteen years of my life. Was that but, the Nate Cading game? Yeah. Great time. AFC Wild Card two thousand four. The I looked at the the Jets schedule that year. We we went ten and six, and the bye weeks were fucked in two thousand four. You want to know what the Jets bye week was in two thousand four? I'm going to take a guess and say week 14. Week three. Ooh, that's week, a big can, you, can you imagine? Yeah, it's pretty terrible. A week three bye. That's horrendous. Why? Who does that? How do you have a week? Why do you have a week three? The bye? NFL did in 2004. Yeah. Week 14 NFL. would be even weirder. Can you imagine? Yeah, well, you have week 13 this year, which are, it's really, 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 really does suck. And. Yeah, we do have an update on Christian McCaffrey, but we'll get to that when we get to uh, the Panthers. So uh, I'll kick this off actually with a uh, with a buy or sell. Okay, buy or sell. Deshaun Watson is not as trustworthy in fantasy as we may have thought. I'm selling it. This game was terrible, like rain wise, and or I guess it was either rain or wind or whatever it was. This is like the Browns and the Raiders that played a couple weeks ago. It's the exact same kind of game where it was a complete running the football sort of affair. The Texans just couldn't get anything going because of, because of what was going on in Cleveland as far as nature is concerned. And I don't think you're, you can put this game on to Sean Watson. I'm selling that as well. And I think that there's, there's one thing we learned from this game, if anything, is when there is any sign that there could be shitty weather, stay away from the game. Just yeah. stay away. Because this game was a mess. Well, except for the running less, backs. Well, for one side, yes. For the other side, not so much. Well, that's what Nick happened. Chubb, Nick Chubb yeah. and Kareem Hunt both, both had 100-yard games. Yes. Nick well, Chubb, it really happened on one run. But, which, which, by the way, pissed a lot of people off. Oh, I can imagine. When ESPN writes a story, like, betters, are, betters miffed that Nick Chubb didn't score because the Browns didn't cover the spread, that's how you know. Yeah, and even for fantasy, there are people that I know that are in dogfights, you know, and they're up by, let's say, 10 points when they could be up by 16, 16 17. Yeah. Nick Chubb had scored and, and yeah, it, it's, it's marginal. I get that, you know, 16, 17 points is, it is what it is. But when you have someone like, this is a perfect example where I have someone that I was talking to that is up right now, 10 with Nick Chubb. He's got nobody left and his opponent has the Chicago bears defense going tonight. Yeah. So basically he's hoping that the Minnesota Vikings put up a 40 because Let's just say now, 16, 17 points, you're basically calling it that this guy has to win. But now that it's 10 and the Bears are going to get that automatic 10 points, it's going to be tied. It's going to be tied, and he's going to be sitting there just hoping and praying that there are no sacks, there are no turnovers, and that Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen just run wild tonight. Which would be very unbelievable because the Bears defense is actually good. Yeah, the Bears' defense is actually good. But uh, the, the moral of the story here is weather is becoming so much more important 
than in past years, just because, well, of course, we're starting to get a grasp of bad weather usually equals bad fantasy days for players that have to rely on the ball being thrown through the air to contribute. We saw Jarvis Landry not necessarily have a great day. We saw Will Fuller not necessarily have a great day. Brandon Cooks not necessarily have a great day. He actually ran into the end zone and could have scored if there wasn't a, uh, a dead ball foul. So Brandon Cooks could have had a touchdown in this game as well. So it was just a bad day for uh, Even for Randall Cobb did stuff. Yeah, Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb had a, had a solid enough game for Randall Cobb standards, yeah. But if you didn't have Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, odds are you were left pretty disappointed from, uh, from this game. Yeah, I thought you were going to say we're going to have to deal with more we're going to have to have a more, a better idea of cold weather of like bad weather games because of climate change or like we're going to deal with more. We're going to have to deal with this problem a lot more because of climate change. Well, and that's like, a, polit- that's a political answer and I am not one to get political on a fantasy football show. It's scientific, but sure. Fine. Whatever. Oh, uh, that is a political issue, <laughs> which I feel like we've, we've exhausted and exercised all of our political talk that we were allowed to share on this podcast when we did the waiver show on election day. So fair point, but it's a wonderful day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, my buyer sell for this game is that, um, I mean, the Browns running back tandem is going to be 50, 50, basically moving forward. Well, you you did say this on uh, on Friday, and, and I kind of played it down as nothing. But I I had to really reassess and say, you know, even if it is fifty fifty going forward, I think these two really still have something to offer, and I'm gonna sell it just because I still think Chubb is the guy, but Kareem Hunt will get more than enough work where Kareem Hunt will still be – I'm not even talking about him being a flex. I'm talking about him being a very steady RB2. Well, where how you can plug you and play every yeah. single week. How can you say that Nick Chubb is like the guy when they just signed Kareem Hunt to an extension well, over well, the offseason? The guy in terms of that Nick Chubb is going to get more of the work than Kareem yes. Hunt. So okay. the guy being – Nick Chubb will be the guy with 55% of the work versus Kareem Hunt with 45 or Nick Chubb with 51% of the work and Kareem Hunt with 49% of the work. Nick Chubb would be the guy in that, in, in that instance. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about for this game or we can move on to Philadelphia at the Jets? I would love to forget this game ever happened. Fair enough. So let's do that. Uh, Philadelphia the Giants. Another game for terrible quarterback play, except Daniel Jones ran for a touchdown and didn't fall over. Yay. Buy or sell. Vanilla Vic is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Vanilla Vic, is that what they're calling him? That's his new name now, apparently. Oh, God. Vanilla Vic. That is just terrible. I I heard that. I I actually saw it on, uh, on TikTok. On TikTok, it's it's the new it's the new trend that the that the, the kid the kids are that wretched uh, high of scum and villainy. Yes, correct, correct. Yeah, the kids are uh, are very for uh, TikTok these days, and I tell you, there's some funny shit on there. But uh, one of the things I did see was Vanilla Vic for for Daniel Jones, and I did find that quite funny. I, I did find okay. that very 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 funny. Um, 
this was a shocking, shocking, shocking game on a lot of levels. If you own Miles Sanders, how much were you kicking yourself that all the Eagles running back scored except for him? Um, I think you were probably driving yourself to MetLife Stadium armed with an AR-15 ready to go say some words to Doug Peterson. <laughs> I would have been pissed. I would have been absolutely livid. I mean, yeah. luck- luckily, I don't have Miles Sanders, but every other running back scored besides Miles Sanders. And that's... This Eagles offense is just so interesting. It really, really is. Um, you have the fans yourself. calling for Daniel, for Jalen Hurts to come in, which is which should be fascinating. That's fascinating. I love it. Buy or sell. There is not a single weapon for this Eagles offense that you can rely on to be consistent every single week in fantasy. I'm selling it. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I'm selling it, but I... I'm on the line between buying and selling just because you don't know what Carson Wentz is going to give you on a week-to-week basis. And um, the fact of the matter is, I don't know if they're still trying to ease back Dallas Goddard, but it seemed like Richard Rodgers was the starting, was like more of a starting tight end than he was. Yeah. I mean, that was interesting. And that was, that's, that really should have been the buy or sell that I could have said was, or I can say, uh, the buy or sell being that you need to be number two on the depth chart for the Eagles tight ends to be productive, because when yeah. you're number when you're number one, you, you, that's that's a death wish. You're, you're screwed if your list is number one on the depth chart. Zachary's coming back like, can you can you put me back on IR? I don't want to deal with this shit. Or Lispy is number two tight end. Yeah, Lispy is number two, please. Um, I'm buying it. I am buying it. I think that. You know, you, you do have some pieces that you can definitely stash on your bench, like Jalen Rieger and, and maybe to an extent Boston Scott in, in PPR leagues that are pretty deep. But, I mean, you're not starting Carson Wentz. You, no. You can't. You cannot start Carson Wentz. Um, I don't think you can start any of these tight ends right now just because of what a mess it is. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, no. Just, just, just no. Well, he didn't do anything. He had one target. Right. And – no catches. Travis Fulgham laid an egg out there. Yeah, Travis Fulgham did lay yards. an egg. But I, I think, I think he, he and Jalen Rieger are the two guys in this offense, and, and Miles Sanders, that I could say that I would be okay with people starting. But you have to expect that there's going to be volatility with those guys. It wouldn't surprise me if next week Travis Fulgham comes back for 570 and a touchdown. It wouldn't surprise me if Jalen Rieger comes back for 460 and a touchdown. You are they playing Dallas next week? Uh, no, they're playing Green Bay next week. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Is that a, is that a primetime game? Because I feel like that's a primetime game. I hope to God it's not. Let me just... I hope to Jesus it's not, because I do not need to see the Philadelphia no. Eagles on primetime ever again. Actually, they're playing Cleveland next week. They're playing Cleveland next week? Yeah. In Why Cleveland. did I think I thought it was Green Bay? I have no idea. Why did I think it was, it was Green Bay? And they, oh God! And the the week after is Eagles Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Great. The Green oh, Bay game. Oh, but it's DK. It's DK on Monday night. So Gats. the Eagles, the Eagles uh, Packers game is three weeks from now. Three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Eagles Packers is at four four twenty five. The week after the Seahawks game, it's Eagles. Oh, Packers. thank God! It's a one o'clock game next week. Thank God. Yeah. 
it could just be clouded by some other terrible games at one o'clock. Well, the Saints Falcons will be okay, which we will get to. We'll talk about the Saints. There's a lot to talk yeah. about there. Sure is. Um, yeah, the Cowboys and Eagles playing in fantasy championships in at the Jerry Dome. So there's that. Oh, God. Anyway, aside from maybe Jalen Rieger and the tight ends, I don't know. I don't think the Eagles' defense or offense is worth investing in. I mean, Miles Sanders, I think, is okay. I mean, if yeah. you have someone that's pissed off at Miles Sanders for the way that he performed, um, then yeah, you, you go trade for Miles Sanders. Buy low on that. My buy yourself for this game because I don't think I gave one yet is Wayne Gallman is a startable fantasy option as long as Devontae Freeman's on IR. Why? Why? He's a high-end flex going forward. Yep. Nice of the Giants for to put Devontae Freeman on IR after we record, but sure, why not? Cheers to the Giants. Yeah, after we do our whole hour-and-a-half-long preview show, but sure, sure, whatever. Teach their own. I mean, it's, awesome. they, do it, they do what they want to do. All right, uh, next game. This is a nice story. Uh, Alex Smith. Yeah. Starting his first game. Since that fateful day in, was it November? Fateful day? It sounds like he died. Well, he could have, actually. Well, he's, he's alive and well. There was his a, that was actually... Since, his first start since his catastrophic knee injury. Yes. Yes. Well... Jinx. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. No, well, don't you remember that was like an actual legitimate concern? Yes. For a, that he could have actually... Yeah, no. Let's, perished yes yes well either that or they would have had to amputate his leg right so well it's good that he's able to even play quarterback again i mean yeah, I, like, I still have an anxiety attack every time i see him get hit personally yeah well after what happened to kyle allen i just don't even know anymore uh being quarterback for the washington football team means you are probably going to suffer some sort of serious leg injury probably i guess when haskins is lucky that he got benched when he did. He's like, I don't want to deal. He's like, it's like the ghost of Robert Griffin, the third Joe Theismann, Alex Smith and Collins, like leave, leave yeah. before they destroy your legs. Exactly. Buy or sell. As long as Washington is going to be down in a bunch of games, Alex Smith will put, will put up enough, enough yards to be startable in fantasy. Sell. Sell. I don't think that Alex Smith is going to be startable unless you're talking about deep super flex and deep, two quarterback leagues you know I, w- I wouldn't start him in quarterbacks that are in teams that are leagues that are 10 teams or even 12 teams i mean if, if you're really really thin i guess you can start alex smith but in eight and ten man leagues no way but in 12 14 yeah you can you can make a case you can make a case in in, in deeper leagues and then of course super flex and uh two quarterback uh buy or sell and this is something we didn't talk about because, of course, the Detroit Lions left this to after we recorded our program on Friday. Uh, DeAndre Swift was officially named the starter. So, buy or sell, oh. DeAndre Swift is now a high-end RB2 rest of the way. Bye. He is able to do it on the ground. We saw that. He averaged 5.1 yards a carry in this game. And... He had four, five catches for 68 yards and a touchdown. That's, that's great. It's interesting because I feel like DeAndre Swift is more of a threat now out of the backfield than he is on the ground. Because I, 
I just don't even remember the last time he scored a rushing touchdown. It seems like he always scores receiving touchdowns. Well, all you got to do is score. So that it doesn't really matter. Definitely helps. Yeah, the only the only touchdown where it changes the scoring is with a passing touchdown. So that's basically that's it. Yeah, and I just took a look at my uh, rest of season ranks that I updated uh, this morning. Uh, DeAndre Swift is in my top twelve rest of season, and I have yeah. him. I have him ranked above Joe Mixon. I have him ranked above Ezekiel Elliott, but he is. He was pretty close to, to leapfrog and Chris Carson. So, uh, for me, that's a easy, easy, easy buy. And, you know, if you wrote it out with DeAndre Swift, congratulations, because you have yourself a, uh, a really, really nice lottery ticket where you can uh, definitely ride him to uh, success in fantasy playoffs, pending, of course, that you are uh, that you're going to get there. And if you're on the bubble, if you're looking at, three and six, maybe you got to win this week and you're going to go to four and six. Definitely consider trading DeAndre Swift for something just to really round out your team. Like if you can get, if you can get a same caliber, like if you can get a Chris Carson and a wide receiver two or a high end flex at the wide receiver position, I would do that. I would do that just to get yourself more pieces to get you over the hump to potentially get you in at seven and six and get you in as a six seed or a five seed, depending on what your leagues look like and how competitive they are. Yeah, no, definitely. I guess it looks like Matt Patricia is not going to get fired until next week. One more week, Matt Patricia. Countdown's on. All right. uh, Next game is a game that probably shouldn't be as close as it was. This had, this had Packers chiefs, 2011 vibes all over it. And that is Jackson. And this is Jacksonville uh, at green Bay. I think was that game at Lambeau also, or did the or did Green Bay travel to Arrowhead? I believe it was at Arrowhead. Oh well, that makes more sense then. I believe yeah. Jacksonville going all the way going up to Lambeau and playing the Packers until the final until like the final couple of drives. Wow. Yeah, fair play to Jacksonville. They they played really really hard in this game, and it doesn't look like that they are uh, necessarily trying to tank. Because they, they played hard first half. They gave the Packers bits. And then once the Packers figured it out, it was just all systems go. MVS had a really nice game. Devontae Adams had an injury scare. But Devontae Adams is what Devontae Adams is. Really shouldn't surprise anybody. Aaron Rodgers is a machine. Um, there is a, something that was a little bit concerning, though, from this game. And it actually relates to my buy or sell. So I guess I'll just uh, kick it off with uh, a buy or sell that Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams may be a little bit closer together than we may have thought. Um, honestly, I think I'm kind of buying that. It just seems like it just seems that way really with this, that, I mean, Aaron Jones had 13 carries, Jamal Williams had eight carries and the yardage was really close. Um, and frankly, if Aaron Jones doesn't have that 20-yard run, it's even closer than that. And so I think that Matt LaFleur wants this to be more of a committee than, uh, than, it people, than other people really want it to be. And honestly, it, I feel like I said this every week, it just makes the drafting of A.J. Dillon so weird. So, so weird. It just makes no sense to me. 
why you would go and draft a guy in the second round as a running back when there are clearly four guys in this team that have a leg up on him, whether it's Dexter Williams, whether it's Tyler Irvin, whether it's Jamal Williams, whether it's Aaron Jones, it's, it's a mess. And A.J. Dillon's a talented, talented player that just can't seem to crack this lineup right now. And it, the decision to draft him just becomes so much more questionable. And yeah. Well, I mean, at least Doug Peterson is using his weird draft pick in Wildcat situations. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, Whereas AJ Dillon is just getting he's getting nothing. And yeah, it's um it is uh, it is a mess. Did we give any buy or sell? Um well you give a buy or sell about the uh the about the running backs. So I'll give a buy or sell. Buy or sell. Jake Luton's a better quarterback than people thought he was. People thought yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, we had very low expectations for him, and he's still the starter after two weeks. So it is Jake Luton, by the uh, way. That's a good sign. It is. That's it how is you Jake say Luton. It. Yeah, I, I Jake Luton. went and listened to the broadcast from uh, his first game, and yeah, it's it's Luton. So there you go. Well, we were correct. Thank goodness. Yep. Uh, although, if they are looking for a new quarterback, they could go just up the uh, just up the state to Gainesville because Kyle Trask threw for six touchdowns on Saturday. Without Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Without Kyle Pitts. Yeah. That's so, uh, Kyle Trask is a bad man. That's a bad, bad, bad man. And he even played the full game. That's the that's the crazy part. Yeah. Six touchdowns by the third quarter. Anyway, uh yeah. So with that being said, let's move on to our last game of the one o'clock hour. Because as you know, CBS was doing all their Masters stuff. Congratulations to to uh Dustin Johnson. In more ways than one. Yes. And uh, yeah, so this is the last game of the one o'clock slot, and it is Tampa Bay at Carolina. Yes, and the update that we have on Christian McCaffrey is it is looking like, at least for right now, that Christian McCaffrey is going to be out this week, week 11. I saw and that there too, is yeah. some, There is some talk that Christian McCaffrey may be out through the bye week 13 which would then have him back week 14 to play the remainder four games of the Panthers regular season schedule. Yeah. So that's not ideal. No, no, it is not. Another thing that's not ideal is, you know, the way, the way that you get with Alex Smith and leg and like, and every time he gets hit. Yeah. When you saw Teddy Bridgewater go down <sighs> with a knee injury, how, how like worried like like his mom, I felt like I was so worried. It's like, I re- please be okay, please be okay, please be okay. My heart was in my ass because I was just saying to myself, "Oh my god, not again! Oh my god, not again! Oh my god, not again!" Yeah, but but apparently, you know, he's he's fine. You know, there's I'm sure he was saying doubt. the same thing. Honestly, he's probably saying, "Oh my god, not again, not again." Yeah, but apparently, he's he, he's fine. There is some doubt whether or not he's going to play this upcoming week, but. There's nothing structurally that is wrong with uh, Teddy Bridgewater from what I at least understand. He'll go get an MRI uh, just to make sure everything's okay. And, you know, prayers up, of course, because Teddy Bridgewater has gone through hell and then some. Yeah. He's too nice of a person to have this happen to him. Yes, I agree. He is one of, he is one of the good guys in, in the league. No doubt about it. 
Yeah. Um, so my buy or sell for this game is that nobody knows, not even Bruce Arians knows who the lead running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is. Buy, I think it's Ronald Jones. I think it's Ronald Jones because Ronald Jones fumbled in this game. Bruce Arians stuck with him and Ronald Jones had 195 yards. Granted, 98 of those came on one play, but it looks like to me, Ronald Jones is the guy. And this is going to be a question that we probably talk about again next week and say, who's starting running back for the Carolina, for the Carolina Panthers, for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's Mike Davis. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, yeah. I mean, I, for me, it's Ronald Jones for me, for me, it is, it is in fact, Ronald Jones. Um, DJ Moore had a nice game. Robbie Anderson had a pretty nice game. Uh, my buy or sell, actually, I want to stick with the Bucks because not enough has been talked about, I believe, on the quadruplets of targets that they have in the passing game in terms of Gronk, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. So buy or sell, it's going to be hit or miss with one, if not two, maybe three of those guys every single week for the rest of the season unless we get some clarity about who the top target is. Well, honestly, I think it could be a quintuplet situation because Cameron Brait is, is also a factor in the passing game now, it seems like. He scored in this game, he did. Yeah. So I think, I mean, my, my backup by herself, secondary by herself of this game is like there aren't enough touchdowns to go around in this Tampa Bay offense for everybody to be happy. Um, sell, but I will buy that there are not enough touchdowns to go around. But in terms of overall happiness, I think Bruce Arians has pretty much etched into everybody's heads. No, no, I mean like fantasy owner happiness. Oh, fantasy owner happiness. Oh, yeah, then, then yeah, that's a buy. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, when are fantasy owners ever happy? <laughs> Even when they win championships, like, well, now I got to defend my title. Uh, well, I got to defend. I got to defend this now, I guess. Oh uh, well, I know I got a target on my back. I have to be better next year. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. this trophy to carry around for eight months. Shit. And everyone's like, "Fuck you," <laughs> and your privilege. I guess I have to get my name on the trophy. Ah, oh, damn. I was like, "I'll check I'll your privilege." It. I'll switch with you. <laughs> Oh, man, I got to take $500. Oh. What am I going to spend this money on? Oh, Darn. All of, my, all of my league fees and all of my Christmas gifts are paid in full because I want a fantasy league. Darn. Oh, shucks. Yeah. My life is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So next game, 4 o'clock hour. Uh, Chargers at Dolphins. Buy or sell to a Tiger Bailoa in deeper leagues is a worthy start going forward. I think in 10 team leagues is a worthy start going forward. Bye. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's he's a guy you can just continue to plug and play into your lineups and and feel pretty confident about it. Uh, buy or sell the Chargers may in fact be one of the most unlucky teams in football. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
this is a team that really just looks so much better on paper than it is. Herbert's really good. Herbert is really, 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 really good. Uh, Kalen Balaj had a nice game. I would continue to say he's probably a flex going forward. Keenan Allen's Keenan Allen. Hunter Henry scored. But if you're looking for fantasy success, I think the Chargers is actually a good place to go just because they're going to be down in games. And the game script will be very good for guys like Herbert, guys like Austin Eckler, if, when he returns, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams. So I'm going to buy it they're unlucky, but I'm also going to buy that the Chargers is probably a very, 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 very good place to go if you're looking for some sort of uh, fantasy success in the, in the long run. Well, fr- frankly, they're so unlucky. I, that's why I think we might have a chance next week. We're going to see how, how really unlucky they are if they lose to the Jets. Can you imagine? That be like the second time in four years that they lost to a team that's 0 in double digits or almost 0 in double digits because they lost to Cleveland. If you don't remember, if you in 2016. Oh, I, I, I recall. Oh, yeah. I recall. Leave saying, and then they just, they were just like, we, we hate, we hate ourselves so much. We're going to move to Los Angeles after that, after that game. That's when Dean Spanos just kind of said, yep. All right. We're going to pack up and, uh, and get the fuck on out of here. Uh, my, my work here is done. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of it, really, for this game. And the next game is another kind of kind of. This game was more of a shit show than the uh, the, than the Dolphins and the Chargers because it was the oh it was yes the, it was the Raiders and the Broncos. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know. Uh, I think Vic Fangio said it best in the post game where he said, "Everybody's at fault here." It is, this is yeah. everybody's responsible for this loss. I'm like, yeah, you 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 ain't kidding. You're damn right. What kind of team? A team that is that has the the amount of talent that this team does, as far as receivers, running backs, tight end, and you don't score a touchdown until garbage time. Yep. They made a mistake when they took when they decided to sign Melvin Gordon. They made a massive, massive, massive mistake. Yep. Because that's a that's a contract that you cannot move. So yep. your options your options are you cut him and save. I have no idea how much they would save against the cap, but I assume it's not going to be good. You can try and trade Philip Lindsay, but I don't know if they would do that. For for me, I I said this from the start. I said this. We were talking about this in what Adam June July. Whatever free agency was, we were like, this is a terrible idea. We both said this. We were just like, what are they doing? Yeah. Why are you bringing in Melvin Gordon when you have a cheap running back that is good? It's really good. And you have a good backup, too. Lest we forget, Royce Freeman was poised to be the starter of the Broncos a couple years ago. Right. Right. And... I guess this is just where running backs go to die. Denver. Yeah. It's that, it's that thin air. The thin air that does it. Yeah. I mean, they haven't had a good – they haven't had like a solid running back since what? No Sean Terrell Moreno? Davis. 
Oh. Terrell Davis is probably the best one. I don't even. I don't it. even know. If, I don't even know if you could say no. Uh, Sean Moreno was was like good. He capitalized on a great opportunity. Maybe, maybe if you want to cap, say you know captain of capitalizing on a great opportunity, C.J. Anderson. That kind kind of sort of made a career out of that. Yeah. I mean, it, it just wasn't. Just did not work out at all. I mean, nope. this is where Wisconsin running backs go to die, also, because of uh. Well, Melvin Gordon, first of all, and then um, also Monte Ball. Monte Ball, that's, that's a name from yesteryear. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that was more of like other stuff that, that caused Did Monte, Monte Ball, Ball in. Yeah, but still. Yeah, this, this just was not a good, good signing at all, and it doesn't make any sense to me. By yourself, your Las Vegas Raiders first-round pick, you are given an automatic death sentence. I don't know. I mean, Josh Jacobs is doing pretty well for himself. Yeah, but Josh Jacobs with two touchdowns. He could have had four. Yeah. If they just no. lay off of this Devontae Booker nonsense, listen, he could have had, he could have had four touchdowns. Listen, you got you to gotta take into account the revengeance factor here. This is Devontae Booker revengeance game. There were a lot of revenge games yesterday. A yeah. lot. Adrian Peterson for the fourth time this year. Uh, Kalen Balaj. Uh, let's see. Devontae Booker. John Brown in the next game. That's true. Um, yeah. Who else? There were some, there were some more that I, I just had, uh, that had pointed out. Uh, Duke Johnson. That's another one. Yeah. There, 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 it, was, it was a very revengey kind of weekend. Yeah, no, it was definitely a revenge, a revengey kind of weekend. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, we had an Emmanuel Sanders revenge game. True, that was the other one. Yes. True. Emmanuel Sanders revengeance. Love that. Oh, exquisite. Yeah. Abs- absolutely exquisite. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know. This game was just kind of mad at me. Listen, you got to kind of meh, kind of. I mean, regardless, you still got to be happy. Sucked. You still got to be happy with Josh Jacobs scoring two touchdowns. Oh, of course, but he could have had more. It's true. He could have had four. I know. My fa- I think my favorite part about this game is uh, so you know Brent Musburger does uh, Raiders games now on the of course radio. I do. Okay. Yeah. You know what his, uh, his touchdown call for the Raiders is? It's amazing. Oh, please. You don't know how ready I am for this. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. That's it. That's it. That's, that's his signature call for the Raiders now. I love it. I love everything about it. That is brilliant. That's really good. That is really, really, really good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's the, it's the best. It, fr- frankly, I mean, you know, as much as I like Bob Wischusen and what and what he does for Jets games, I mean Brett, Brett Musburger is definitely like my second favorite local broadcaster, local radio guy. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I would say so because Brent Musburger is very, very, very good at what he does. Well, he's probably the most famous local radio play by play guy for the team for for an NFL team. Yeah, I would say so. All right, uh, next game. The next game that is infinitely more interesting than this, because anything will be, but this game even more so was infinitely, infinitely more interesting, and that is 
the Bills at the Cardinals. Wonderful stuff. This game, oh my God. Yeah, this game was, uh, if this wasn't game of the year, it's definitely game of the year candidate. This game you're going to be seeing on whenever the Bills and Car- when the Bills and Cardinals play each other again in four years, you're going to be seeing this game on NFL Throwback on YouTube, where they're going to be like, where they're going to talk about this this game as an instant classic. Uh, yeah, 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 that's fair. It's not every day, you know. On Sunday Night Football, they were showing they actually showed a side by side of Aaron Rodgers' Hail Mary in the playoffs and the Hail Mary in this game. And let me tell you, if those plays weren't almost identical. Uh, because they were in the same end zone too. Even very identical in the same end zone and pretty much the same sort of deal where three guys got mossed. That's crazy. Only DeAndre Hopkins can moss three men, three people at once. That is true. Bill O'Brien's like, God fucking damn it! Why did I fuck? Did I trade fucking DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> well, I would. It, it is safe to say that Bill O'Brien probably, in his best interests should have stayed off Twitter yesterday, probably today, and probably for the next 50 years. Yeah. Uh, so buy yourself for this game. So after you put Kyler Murray in your lineup today, you are not taking him out under any circumstance. Uh, that's a buy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, but I don't even know if the Cardinals have, the, have had their buy already, but even so, I'm not. I'm I'm still leaving him in. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Kyler Murray can score five points on his bye week. He... Yep. You are leaving Kyler Murray in, and you're never taking him out because yep. he is. He's incredible. Great man. Great man. Great family man. Yep. I have a I have a secondary buy or sell for this. Surely. Uh, the running back situations for both of these teams is fucked. Bye. Bye. Absolutely fucked. Bye. 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 Hey, hey, bye, bye, bye. I thought you were going to say, hey, 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 goodbye. Oh, no, 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 no. When we have an opportunity to bring bring up NSYNC, we do it. Fair enough. Love NSYNC. Great, great gentleman. Yep. Let were me you tell a, you. Were you an NSYNC or a Backstreet guy, Adam? Um, I was, I was kind of uh, ambivalent. So the whole uh, boy disgraceful. band thing. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. I listened to both, really. I wasn't like hardcore Ugh. into it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. How could you say you listen to both? You know what listens to both. You listen to one or the other. Listen, I just Who do like you listen more. to more? I'd say I listen to NSYNC more. Thank you. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. Good Although answer, Adam. Good answer. Although it's kind of annoying that like if you you listen to NSYNC more, but the Backstreet Boys get more 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 publicity. Of more course, because they're still together. Yeah, because they're still together making shitty music. Yeah, well, I mean, NSYNC was here for a good time, not a long time. Well, they have one of the best alumni in the in the whole music industry, and that JT. Yes, JT. J- JT is just an Adonis. Yeah, the only the only the only person to ever have a, a success after being in a boy band. Um. Well, Lance Bass did pretty well for himself. 
Yeah, but he's not Justin Timberlake. No, of course, he's not Justin Timberlake. But Lance Bass has done stuff outside of music where he's made, he, the guy was on Dancing with the Stars, for fuck's sake. That's true. Listen, Heinz Ward won Dancing with the Stars, so don't even. Don't even. <laughs> true. Very true. But Heinz Ward was not, in a, was not in a boy band. No, he was not. Jets receiving coach, Heinz Ward. Is he a receiving coach? Yeah. He, either he, I know he was last year. I think, he, I think he still is this year. He's a receiver's coach. I know. Thankless oh. job. That, thankless job, that is. Heinz, do yourself a favor. Try and get back to Pittsburgh ASAP. Um, yeah. So the running back situation for these teams is, is atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Um, let me tell you, when Zach Moss finished this half with two carries for negative one yards, I swear to God, I was ready to, I was ready to go on a, on a rampage. I was literally Kylo Ren try, destroying the, the control room and having the stormtroopers walk in and say, oh, actually, no, maybe, maybe we shouldn't go into that room because he's, he's having, he's having a, a tantrum in there. Because I was angry, absolutely angry. I would have been very, very, very livid. If where I had Zach Moss, I wasn't one and eight. So it was just like, oh, okay, all right, cool. But yeah, I did see the negative two yards. And I just kind of said to myself, oh boy, oh Lordy. I'm like, what is going on with Zach Moss? Sean Dermott, what are you doing? Uh, well, that's what happens when you invest in a Bills running back. They throw the ball 50 times. Yeah, almost 50 times anyway. Josh Allen was one away for 50, for 50 times. Yes, I round that up. Well, actually, technically, they did throw the ball 50 times because Isaiah McKenzie threw a touchdown to Josh Allen. Thank you. Thank you 50 times. So there you go. Ding, ding, ding. On the money, bitch. That, um, would, be, that, would, be, that would be my touchdown call. On the for, money, uh, bitch. Ding, ding, ding. On the money, bitch. Ding, ding, ding. On the money, bitch. Actually, sure the, the FCC would love it. Yeah. I think you could say bitch on the radio. You can say bitch? I think you can. Oh, I should test that out. Yeah. Anyway. Ding, ding, ding. Black on the money, bitch. Touchdown. You know, get it? Like, that's a roulette reference? Yeah. Red, black. Yep. Well, good luck with that. I'm sure you have a fruitful, <laughs> a long and fruitful broadcast career calling play-by-play. Thanks. Thanks. For, for, for the Las Vegas Raiders. So fucking supportive. Brent Musburger will be shaking in his boots. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Adam. Let's get that going. Let's get that going. Anyway, let's move on to uh, Adam. If you have something to say, please say it. No, I don't. Nothing. No, Adam. I'm sure you do. I don't. Adam, you're like a woman. You talk with your eyes very, very, very well. It's weird that you always say that about me because it's the truth. I do. Well, sometimes I do talk with my eyes. Like right now, you are. Saying volumes without saying anything at all. That's what I do. Clearly. So translate what you're saying with your eyes. Translate it into vocals because this is a podcast. Our viewers cannot see your eyes at the moment. It's true. Okay, fine. I just... Please don't cancel me. What the hell is wrong with you? Canceled. Canceled immediately. Cancel, 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 cancel. I am cancel culture. Cancel Adam. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Goodbye. Cancel, cancel, cancel. If anything, you've did more, you've done more, something more worthy of things more worthy of being canceled than me. Like what? What did I like what, what did I do? What did I do? 
uh, you just called me. You just call, You just asked me what the hell's wrong with me. That's just no before before that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Should, should should I run down the list? You have been an innocent bystander to all of my fucking hilarious jokes without even uttering a peep of laughter. <laughs> I am hysterical. Th- thank you. All right, we're uncanceling Adam. Un- uncancel. Uncancel the Adam. I've laughed at plenty of your jokes. I don't understand. Unca- uncancel the Adam, man. We're and we're back. Oh my god. Break up the basic talk podcast fantasy show lasted 30 seconds. We're back. If only you had just told me. I didn't think it was just such a such a frivolous crusade against me for see, no reason. Adam. See, Adam, I think the person that laughs at my jokes the most is me. And that's what matters. Is that if I entertain myself and if I make myself laugh, nothing else matters. Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters to me. That's pretty good, actually. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm not I'm not even being sarcastic. That was actually pretty good. Thank you. That was my best Freddie Mercury impression. <laughs> it's good enough. Uh yeah. Never thought so, I, I never thought I would say that on a podcast, let alone do it twice. Trust me, I've done it I've done it twice. So it happens. To what? Ooh. No, don't you remember? You were here. I don't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. <laughs> Fair enough. Never mind then. No, please share. No, I did, I think I said I sang like the, the hook to but to to buy by the by InSync that one time. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I remember. Yeah. Very and poor effort. Very poor effort. I remember you saying it was kind of good. Well, yes, it was, it was a nice little, nice little hook. Yes. It definitely got me, uh, got my, got my hips jiving a little bit. And I think actually, you know, maybe that was the only time. Anyway, let's move. Let's just move on, this, please. This is just a musically sound podcast. What can we say? Sure is. Let's just move on to uh, another well, this is not – I mean, the Bills and the Cardinals aren't a rivalry, but they might be after this game. Uh, this game is an actual rivalry, and it's the Bengals at the Steelers. And uh, the Steelers remain perfect. 9-0. and oh, That's unbelievable. I mean, it is the Bengals, but, like, still. Uh, it is the Bengals. Yeah. It is the Bengals, yes. But still, buy or sell, if the Steelers are up, are up big in games – James Conner and Benny Snell and any other running back for the Steelers is not worth playing. I mean, that, that, that basically took mine verbatim is James Conner is so fucking frustrating, but it's to no fault of his own. It's that the Steelers absolutely insist on padding stats like nobody else's business when they're up by 23 fucking points. I'm sorry. Do you know who the Steelers quarterback is? Yes, I am aware it's Ben Roethlisberger, king of the pat statting, uh, uh, the stat padding. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you had to think about that. Yeah, no, it's dyslexia. King of stat padding. The, the dyslexia. Yeah, it happens. It happens. He's the fucking king at it. It's what he's done for sixteen fucking years. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's because he's selfish, but yeah, sure, you can go with that. Wow, selfish. That's a damning indictment. Please continue. It wouldn't be the most damning indictment against against Ben Roethlisberger. Fair. Yeah. 
that's very fair. <laughs> Jesus, Adam. Yes. <laughs> I bless us. I bless this program today with In Sync and Freddie Mercury alive and well, and you do your best to ruin it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right though. Is that Big Ben is the king of stat padding? He, he and, is. And it's just it what he does. Quite fucking incredible. That he need, he just absolutely has to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns in a game that they win by 20. Like, come on, give me a break. I mean, somebody like Big Ben could never play wide receiver because he would be he would be very pissed all the time. It was ah uh, yeah. Yeah, and they said AB's a psychomaniac. Just put Big Ben out wide and well, watch him Antonio, not get passes. Antonio Brown is basically a wide receiver with a quarterback mentality. They want to get the ball all the time. Fair. Uh, he's in the wrong body. <laughs> he's playing the wrong position. Yes. yes. It would be nice to have Antonio six, Brown. He wasn't six-foot behemoth, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to have Antonio Brown as a quarterback because, you know, he'd be another addition to the left-handed quarterback fraternity. He would be. He would be. He would be a step below Michael Vick, but he would be a member. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like you having a green jacket. You throw left-handed and you play quarterback. Welcome to the fraternity, my friend. Yep, exactly. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Uh, Anyway. uh, So for the Cincinnati Bengals, this is another running back centric buy or sell. Buy or sell. As long as Joe Mixon's out, the Zach Taylor is going to be, Dealing with a committee at running back. Uh, sell. Sell. I still think Giovanni Bernard will be like the, the, the head and will still get the majority of the touches there. But this game was just so out of control that it just got to a point where give guys an opportunity to make a name for themselves and, and move on to next week. Listen, Samaji Pirine already made a name for himself. For oh, that yes, one of course. He is the star of the second half of 2017. That is very true. Breakout star with the Washington Redskins, who are yeah. now rest in peace. Rest in peace to the skins. Yeah, so you have that. And then, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think I kind of agree with you that this game was so out of hand. It was just like, you know what, whatever. Just give it give the ball to Samaj P. Ryan. But, yeah. Yeah. Keep Zach Taylor's one true love, Giovanni Bernard, intact. Giovanni Bernard will never play for another NFL team because Zach Taylor just loves him. I'm surprised he's still at Cincinnati. I mean, it was, it's, this love affair started with Marvin Lewis. Who Listen, he survived Marvin Lewis. He'll survive anybody. Marvin Lewis never wanted to cut him, and now Zach Taylor doesn't want to cut him. Well, now he's a team fucking captain. Yeah. Listen, the backup safety on the Jets is a team captain. So, who is it? Uh, Matthias Farley. Why is he a team captain? I guess special teams. He's on special ah. teams. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, it, it happens. I mean, George Fant is a fucking captain on the Jets. So True, true. And he's making $10 million to do it. Yeah. Well, he, he's actually been kind of good. Yeah, he's been okay. After, after the first couple of games, he's been, he's been all right. Yeah, he's anyway, been all right. So, uh... Let's look at the increasingly deteriorating San Francisco 49ers running back room because Michael Hasey broke his collarbone. That's what Kyle yep. Shanahan said. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the Saints and the 49ers at the Superdome. 
I bet your ass we see Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman next week. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think Tevin Coleman's probably – well, actually, I think the 49ers are on bye next week. I bet your ass we see Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert in two weeks. That's also true. That's probably also true because I think that Kyle Shanahan said, said as much in his uh, post-game press conference where he's like, I hope that after this bye week we're going to get uh, players back. Yeah. And – we're going to get more offense players back and get the offense kind of going. Yeah. Yeah. They, they need bodies. They definitely need bodies. Yeah. Um, but the big story about this game, the, the biggest story in this game is Drew Brees, who went out with a rib injury. He basically, the way that he put it, he kind of took himself out. He basically said in his, uh, in his post game stuff, he was, he basically said to the extent of, I didn't feel like I was going to be effect, as effective as I could have been playing through that injury. He said, I, it's not, it wasn't really a pain thing. It's just that I don't think I could have been, I could have played well if I had played through the injury. Hey, Adam. Yeah. You know what time it is? What time is it? It's Jameis o'clock. Jameis o'clock. It is Jameis o'clock. James, just when Adam, you should listen very closely to me. This is a very serious conversation. I've been doing very well, and um, this is an issue that I've kept far from the podcast. I've done very well in terms of my recovery from my. <sighs> Sorry, this is very emotional. I can, I can my, imagine my addiction, James Winston starting for my fantasy team. I've done really, really well in terms of trying to get over that. And now he's back. And there's an opportunity that I could play him. I may have to do it. No, Bird, you work so hard. (laughs) I may have to do it. I believe, for those that don't understand what the hell's going on, uh, You've said to me years ago on the Required Radio Fantasy Show that Jameis Winston is the equivalent of, an, of a girlfriend that you will not stop getting back together with. Correct. No matter how many times you try and break it off, you will, not, you will continue to get back together with her. See, I have a few of those, but Jameis is the one that I just keep going back to. I think you used to say the same thing about Corey Davis. Well, Corey Davis is now just my son. Yeah. We've, we, we, I've just fully embraced Corey Davis as my son because I just supported Corey Davis when nobody else did. Jameis is just a meme now. There's he, he, just two Jameises. He's just, he's just a meme. He's I love man. him. I love him. I love him just incredibly. I hope he plays. I really do because that would just be the time of my life sitting there, sitting there on Sunday with popcorn. I would just be um. Um, um, um. Oh, Jameis touchdown. Oh, Jameis fumble. Oh, Jameis pick. Get the ultimate trifecta. Be the Jameis hat trick. That's what we should. That's what we should call it. The Jameis hat trick. The Jameis hat trick. Throwing a touchdown, interception, and losing a fumble. Yes. It's it's kind of like the Gordy Howe hat trick. We have a goal, a fight, and an assist in the same game. Mm-hmm. Now the Jameis hat trick. A touchdown, a pick, and a fumble. 
Yeah. Adam, we have started a movement today. You might need to call that the Daniel Jones hat trick because he's been doing he's done a lot of the of a lot of that of late as well. Adam, also. Adam, Adam, you need to you need to respect your elders here. Daniel Jones wasn't even in the league when Jameis was doing this. That's true. Jameis was a fucking trailblazer. Vanilla Vic was probably looking up to Jameis Winston. He probably has a picture of Jameis Winston in his bedroom. I saw that eye roll. Fuck you. He has a, probably has a picture of Jameis Winston in his bedroom. He goes to sleep at night when he's nice and tucked in and warm inside. He gets to look up and just see his idol, Jameis Winston, hanging from the ceiling saying, touchdown, pick, fumble, pick, fumble, touchdown. Well, let me tell you, I think a lot of people are going to be pretty are going to be pretty I don't know I don't even know what the word I could use for this is. They're going to feel some sort of way if James Winston ends up starting for the uh, New Orleans Saints. I could tell you right now, I'll be thrilled and I will start him. I will succumb to my addiction. James will be starting for me this week if he is the starter. <laughs> oh boy. I think uh, Sean Payton said the Drew Brees again. He had an MRI either today or tomorrow. Good. Good. And Drew Brees. I cannot believe this. I hate him. I hate him. I cannot believe you've done this. Oh, I, can't, I can't believe you've done this. How dare you? How dare you? Insult one of the best quarterbacks of all time in Drew Brees. All I got to say is, where was this last year when I had Alvin Kamara? Fuck face. <sighs> Do you have a buy yourself for this? I think we've exhausted every avenue of this fucking game, personally. <laughs> uh, do you want to be more mad? Because we're going to move on to the Seahawks and the Rams. Uh, oh. It's fine. Sure. So, for the Seahawks and the Rams... Buy or sell? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Russell Wilson's just not doing as well so far with that when he go when he's going up against a really good defense. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I think Russell Wilson over the last couple of weeks has lost his MVP. He'll get votes, yeah. but I think he's lost his MVP based on the way that he's played over the course of the last three or four weeks. Um, Buy or sell. There actually is a kryptonite when it comes to DK Metcalf, and that is Jalen Ramsey. Why? I just don't understand. Why don't you move DK around more to keep him away from Jalen Ramsey? It makes no sense. And listen, we could have talked about this in a completely different light. DK was a half a step away from having a 50-yard touchdown. And we're talking about this game completely differently in terms of DK Metcalf. But it was a half a step too far for DK and he ended up with two for 28 and he was one away from matching Michael Thomas's two for 27. So it was a, it was a bad day for, uh, for DK Metcalf. They happen. And I expect him to, uh, to get back on track on Thursday when they play Arizona. And that's honestly, it's the only other bad game he's had this year. Yeah. Was the well, Arizona game. And then this one. Well, the other thing about this, as well is that I mean it didn't seem like Jalen Ramsey was going to be shadowing DK Metcalf. I think Jalen Ramsey was like, "I'm going to shadow everybody." Like I don't care. Well, that's I don't basically what he's what he's been doing. The number one outside receiver has just been taken completely out of the game. 
But now, I mean, DK Metcalf on, th- on Thursday is going to be ha- going up against Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Who had that pick that Josh Allen threw to Patrick Peterson was one of the worst thrown balls I've ever seen in my entire life. It gets better for DK Metcalf, though, after yeah. he faces Patrick Peterson and goes up against Philadelphia, the Giants, and the Jets. Actually, I changed my mind. That the worst ball I've ever seen thrown was Lamar Jackson's throw pick to J.C. Jackson. That was probably – that was horrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That was pretty bad last night. Yeah. Uh, why are you even throwing that ball, first of all? It's a great question. That's a, that's a, that's a very, very, very good question. Um, um, yeah. Buy or sell. Buy or sell. Josh Reynolds is startable. Um, ooh. I don't know. Deep leagues. Deep leagues is a low in flex. Yes. Buy. I – Yeah. In shallower leagues, I don't really think so, necessarily. I yep, yeah, I agree. Because Jared Goff is just not going to give you the consistent fantasy output that you're going to want to see that makes these Rams receivers outside of Cooper Cup and Robert Woods viable from a fantasy perspective. Because, I mean, Jared Goff just doesn't throw for touchdowns. No. He puts no. up all this, yard, all this yardage, and he just doesn't throw, for, doesn't throw touchdowns at all. No. Nope. No, and we were talking about Jared Goff being a great stream, and he, he, I just I'm finding it very hard for me. And this is a guy you're talking to that just loathes Jared Goff with every fiber of my being. It sounds like, and even I'm just like you know, for someone that says you know they just don't like Jared Goff, and he's this and this and he's this and that, this and that. How can I keep backing him up? Every single week and saying that he's just he's a good stream. He's, he's this, he's that. When he just doesn't throw touchdowns. So? You can't. And, no. you, and I assume that you probably won't after this. Uh, no. No. My, uh, my days of backing Jared Goff on a professional level are done. I'm going to go and do what I do with Jared Goff on a, on a personal level and say Jared Goff is fucking tragic. Yeah. He's a, another one of those stat patter. You could say that again. Except he doesn't throw for touchdowns, so it's only yards. Yep. He's more like a Matt Stafford than a Big Ben in that, in that regard. Fair. Matt Statpatter. Anyway. All right, we got this. This and preview Monday night. Let's get yep. through it quick. Let's do it. Baltimore at New England on a – is a deluge in Foxborough, Massachusetts. I ho- hopefully my aunts and uncle who live in Sharon are okay because the rain was awful. It was Absolutely pretty bad awful. here, too. It was, pretty, yeah. it was pretty gnarly here for about 15 minutes. Well, let me tell you, I was at work, and I got the tornado warning. I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm dead. I'm on the 10th floor of my building. I'm fucked. Well, you're going <laughs> to die at WFAN. It's been a pleasure. He died as he lived, watching sports. Maybe, maybe Greg Carton will, uh, will step on you in the morning as he's uh, getting ready to do uh, Evan and Carton. No, well, that shows it, too. So well, he has to go in in the morning to do pre-show preparations. I he probably goes in at like I wouldn't know because I'm not there, but he probably goes in at like twelve thirty to do like pre-show stuff. Okay, so then he would walk in at twelve thirty in the afternoon and just say, "Oh, here's this What's little the- office Kremlin." Boom. Well, he'd walk in and see that half the building is gone, and he's like, "Oh, well, what the fuck happened here over the weekend?" Well. <laughs> Whoopsies. I guess the studio's ruined. That sucks. <laughs> uh, buy or sell. You cannot consistently trust Lamar Jackson going forward. Um, 
I'm buying it. I think that this is this proves it really. I mean, listen, Joe Flacco torched this offense a week ago. What's Lamar Jackson's? I mean, I'm kidding. I'm not saying that Joe Flacco is better than Lamar Jackson, but I think that the fact of the matter is that Lamar Jackson, you know, he throws for two touchdowns, but he just, I don't know. He just doesn't, he just doesn't look as good as he did, as he did last year. We do have some breaking news, not football related. Oh, the Oklahoma city thunder are trading Chris Paul to the Phoenix suns. So let me get this straight. The Phoenix Suns now have two point guards. Correct. Thank God it's not the Knicks. Ditto. Where are you putting? Are you moving Devin Booker to shooting guard? Like, well, that's where he normally he normally play him at the two anyway. Oh, so it would be it would be Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and then you would have DeAndre Ayton just kind of chilling in the middle. Yep. Leon Rose, I need you to listen very closely to me. Big fan of the program. Do not trade for Russell fucking Westbrook. That is all. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Ditto. Ditto. Buy or sell. Rex Burkhead is the most valuable running back for the New England Patriots. Uh, sell. I still think uh, Damian Harris is, is the guy to own in that, in that backfield, just based on volume and volume alone. All right. But the trick plays. You got to love the trick plays. Love the trick plays. Great, 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 great fan of trick plays. Uh, Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre, Ty Jerome, and Jalen Le- and Jalen LeCue. And draft picks are going to Oklahoma City for Chris Paul. So I guess the Thunder are doing the Rangers rebuild. Were they going to have a million first-round picks? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it worked for the Rangers. True. Very, very, very true. All right, Monday night. Yep, Monday night between Dell Bears and Dell Vikings. Dell Bears. All right, so as far as injuries are concerned, the, for the Bears, it's very important. Very, very important. The Vikings, whatever about the Vikings. I mean, Irv Smith Jr. is injured. He's questionable. Sure, yeah. whatever. But the Bears, it's even more important. David Montgomery is out for this yep. game mm-hmm. with a concussion. Allen Robinson is questionable, where, but he's expected to suit up for the Vikings. Yes, Allen Robinson will be playing for the Bears against the Vikings, correct. Also, a, th- a thing of note is, that, I don't know if you heard about this, but Matt Nagy will no longer be calling plays. Hallelujah. For the Chicago oh, Bears. There is a God. There is a God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Where, 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 where can we party? We need the confetti. So uh, the new play caller for the Chicago Bears is offensive coordinator Bill Lazor. Great. Excellent. As long as it's not Matt Nagy. Excellent. I don't know if you remember Bill Lazor. Whoopee. He got fired after two weeks when he was offensive coordinator to the Bengals. Fresh start. (laughs) Fresh start. Here we go. Yeah. Not Matt Nagy. Excellent. Uh, Yeah. So you remember when the the Bengals got shut out in their first two games or something like that in 2018 or 2017? Yeah, Bill Lazor got fired because of that. Well, I'm not going to necessarily blame uh, Bill Lazor because they did have a certain quarterback that was starting for them. That's fair. And that quarterback was just not, not, not great, not, not a good guy. We, we don't talk about that guy. Yeah. 
anyway, Adam, so don't dare even mention his name. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so his uh, hair is, might be a more unique color. Yeah, no, I haven't really met too many people with that kind of hair color. I never want to meet people with that hair color. Anyway, so they're all evil. Oh God, that's terrible. That's a terrible thing to say. If we have any redheads to listen to this podcast, please introduce yourself. I'm sure that you are all lovely people, but the one impression that I have of you redheads is not a good one. So nothing uh, says degrading people like the Facebook Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Oh God. I like to distance myself from these comments. Views of one host not reflect the views of all the participating members of the Basin Talk Podcast. LLC. Yeah. That's right. So uh, Bill Lazer is going to be calling plays. And uh, also John C. Filippo is on that staff. I don't know if you know this. Yes. You mean the next head coach of the New York Jets? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is a revengeance game for John D. Filippo. That's what True. it is. True. True. And this might actually be a revengeance because he got fired by Meg Zimmer because he wasn't running the ball enough. This is a lot. This is a lot of revenge games. Well, wait. If he if he goes to being the head coach of the New York Jets, they may not need running backs because they're going to throw the ball with Trevor Lawrence sixty five times a game. Yeah, and that's why. See, Joe Douglas, it's big brain stuff. He's like, I'm going to draft a receiving running back because we know that John D. Filippo is going to be our head coach, and we're not going to run the brain. ball. Big brain. What She's a guy. She's playing four-dimensional chess. Oh, and we're just playing one-dimensional checkers. That's right. That's exactly right. Unbelievable. Okay. So, we have that. If, if for some reason, Allen Robinson does not go in this game, please, for the love of God, if you have Darnell Mooney, start, pick him up and start him. That's correct. Yeah. And, uh, if you had David Montgomery, hopefully you put in somebody else as a backup because I think that the combination of Ryan Nall and Cordero Patterson, it just is not worthy in this game, especially if you're looking to come back big. So as far as your starter meter is concerned, Kirk Cousins. Three. Dalvin Cook. $25 million. <laughs> Worse for me. Uh, Alexander Madison. Negative $25 million. Justin Jefferson. 6.47. I need whole integers, please. <laughs> Six. Okay. Adam Thielen? Based on his name alone, a two. Based oh, on the good. kind of football, based on the football player that he is, $15 million. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. Adam is a, is a phenomenal name. Is it? Yeah. I don't know any of them. <laughs> I don't know any of those people. Not anymore, you don't. <laughs> Lose my number. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> uh, Irv Smith Jr., if he plays. Uh, two. And then, yeah, it's kind of it for the Vikings. Vikings defense is, a, is, a, is an okay play, too. Concerning yeah. the ineptness of the Bears' offense. That's true. And with that being said, I mean, you're not starting Big Dick Nick in this game. No, 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 no. no. Not against this Vikings defense. I mean, nope. Jesus. Nope, 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 nope. I'm sure the Vikings, even, even with, like, you know, they let Everson Griffin go in free agency. Daniel Hunter is probably out for the season, and they traded away Yannick Ngakwe. 
Correct. This defense is still pretty solid. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. You could pass in this defense. I don't know. I don't know though if uh, you really want to be trusting Nick Bowles when he might be throwing for only 175 yards. Yeah. Um, and then for the Bears, are the Bears running backs? I mean, deep leagues. Deep leagues. Ryan Dahl could be okay. Cordero Patterson revenge game. Yeah, uh, that's true. Revengeance. Sweet revengeance. Revengeance is a dish best served cold. Cordero Patterson. Best yeah. served, Cordero Patterson. And Deep then sleeper, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson's probably a seven. Darnell Mooney. Oh, Darnell Mooney is probably a five. Anthony Miller. <laughs> I can't control this voice. I can't. It's making me uncomfortable. Good. Um, Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller's probably like a, like a four. Like a four. Thank like you, a four. Please stop doing that voice. It's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Please. Adam, I'm a voice talent. This is what I do. It doesn't take talent to be creepy. Trust me. There are a bunch of people that'll do it. The, there are a bunch of untalented people that, that can just be creepy all on their own. Well, what happens when you're creepy and talented? <laughs> then you're in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. I'll give you that one. Uh, and finally, Jimmy Graham. James Graham? Uh, like a five? Never trust an adult man that goes by Jimmy. Ne- never. Never. We only refer to him here as James. Except for Jimmy Carter. And Oh, man. He's probably the only one. Because, you know, I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. No, 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 never, never. Or Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy Johnson, love him, great guy. Jimmy Clausen, also. Oh, Jimmy Clausen, well, that's a name from yesteryear. Yeah. Uh, who else? Jimmy Fox, great guy. Who's Jimmy Fox? What? Jimmy Fox, the baseball player, Jimmy Fox. Oh, who do you play for? I believe he was on the Red I, Yeah, he was a Red Sox. Just checking my... Yeah, he was Red Sox. Red Sox like and a, on the, the Philadelphia 60s? Athletics. Like a 60s, 50s, 60s? 40s. Oh, 40s, really? Yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Cole Komet actually is also questionable in this game. Negative 5,000. Yeah, but anyway. And the Bears defense, I mean, maybe. Start. Start, yeah. yep. Because Bears defense is good. Start the Bears defense. Oh, boy. Please and thank you. With that being said, thank you for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all our episodes of this show, the Quizvitational, the Vanilla Basement Talk Podcast, and our new segment, The Debate, which I believe will be coming out later this week. Another episode yes. of the debate will be coming out later this week. Yes, there is one that is scheduled to come out on uh, on Saturday. We will be talking about the brand new retro jerseys for the uh, for the NHL. So we will be uh, debating those, and we're going to have two guests on for that one. So definitely stay tuned. Lady Liberty is back, baby. Love it. Lady Liberty, she shines bright. Yes. And so you can find all of those shows 
on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Amazon Music. So please listen, like, comment, follow, whatever you need to do. Any and all feedback is appreciated. And tomorrow we will be doing the waiver show as usual. Talking about this game that, oh, it's going to be a barn burner between the uh, Minnesota Vikings and Chicago Bears. Can't wait to kill my Monday night watching it. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, waivers and then previewing Thursday night's showdown between the Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. So for my co-host, Ed Birdsall, I'm Alan Castor, and we will talk to you next time on the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Take it away, boys. Take it away, boys.